What's up, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners? Welcome to this week's news, flashback fun and mini teaser mini episode. Happy birthday today to Sarah McLean, rapper Will I Am, the late Ruth Gator Ginsburg. Today happens to be the debut date for 2002's Ice Age, which introduced the world to Manny. Sid, Diego, and that acorn-obsessed saber-toothed squirrel Scrat exactly 20 years ago. It's also the debut date for 2019's Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase, Wonder Park, and Five Feet Apart, 2003's, 2013's The Call and Spring Breakers, and the 1977 sitcom Three's Company. A belated happy birthday shout-out, to Jackson Dottridge, who turned 13 yesterday. Unfortunately, I have some sad news that Variety.com announced Sunday. 71-year-old Oscar winner William Hurt was called to the heavenly studio in the sky Sunday, one week before his birthday. The website stated his son Will said in a statement, it is with great sadness that the Hurt family mem- family." mourns the passing of William Hurt, beloved father and Oscar-winning actor, on March 13, 2022, one week before his 72nd birthday. He died peacefully among family of natural causes. Hurt was nominated for four Oscars over the course of his long career, scoring two Best Actor nominations for Broadcast News in Children of a Lesser God and a supporting actor nod for less than 10 minutes of screen time in A History of Violence. He was one of the most heralded performers of the 1980s, becoming somewhat of a cerebral sex symbol and a reluctant, albeit bankable, movie star. Her later transitioned into character roles in the 1990s and successfully alternated between big-screen projects and television, scoring Emmy nominations for his work as a whistleblower in Damages and his portrayal of Treasury Secretary Henry Paulson in Too Big to Fail. Most recently, Hurt became well-known to a younger generation of movie lovers with his portrayal of the no-nonsense General Thaddeus Ross in 2008's The Incredible Hulk. He later reprised the role in Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity World War, Avengers Endgame, and Black Widow. In his honors, today flashback fun will focus on his films Kiss of the Spider-Woman, and children of a lesser God. Alas, wrestling fans are mourning yesterday's loss of 63-year-old WWE Hall of Fame er, Scott Hall. Coming net reported, Hall's family ended life support for the professional wrestling legend earlier today. This decision came after the World Wrestling Entertainment and world championship wrestling legend suffered multiple heart attacks in his weekend after a hip replacement loosened a blood clot. Sorry, Babysitter's Club Revival fans. Deadline.com reported that Stony Brook's teenage baby fang, fan, friends Christy, Stacy, Marianne, Claudia, Dawn, Mallory, and Jesse have closed their doors. Despite both seasons getting a 100% Rotten Tomatoes reading, the fan favorite failed to find a huge audience. Thus, it will not be returning 
for future season. The Netflix curse strikes again. But EW.com reported March 13th, the Umbrella Academy season 3 premiere date has finally been set. And it just might bring about the end of the world. Again. Showrunner Steve Blackman announced SXSW on Sunday that Netflix's dark comic book series will return for season 3 on Wednesday, June 22nd. Plus, he revealed the first look at the new season with a teaser trailer that puts the Umbrella Academy's Hargreaves siblings against alternate versions of the titular superheroes in the Sparrow Academy, all building to a violent confrontation. Season 3 picks up immediately where the Season 2 finale left off, as the Umbrella Academy returns home to the present after putting a stop to the apocalypse in 1963. While they're convinced they've saved the timeline in the world, they quickly realize things aren't as they left them as they meet the Sparrows and learn that the Umbrella Academy is now the Sparrow Academy in this timeline. In much better news, sorry parents, prepare to hear the catchy Encanto tune, we don't talk about Bruno Mucho Mucho more. It was announced yesterday the Oscar nominated Kanto is getting a sing along version of Disney on Disney Plus starting this Friday, March 18th. Coming Soon.net revealed yesterday Disney Plus reports that on average, Encanto streamers have watched the films five times with the title accumulating over 180 million rewatches globally since launch. The new sing-along version of the film will allow fans to further immerse themselves in the magic of the music from Encanto. Subscribers can look forward to the re-release of additional sing-alongs later this year on Disney+, Plus across a range of titles, including Walt Disney Animation Studios' Frozen, Frozen 2, Beauty and the Beast 1991, and Disney's live-action Beauty and the Beast 2017. So much for Tom Brady's retirement. Today.com stated Sunday, Tom Brady announced Sunday that he has had a change of heart and he will not be retiring after all. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and on the stands, he said on Twitter. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. Brady, widely considered the greatest quarterback in NFL history, officially announced his retirement in an Instagram post in February after days of rumors and confusion about the timing of the end of his legendary career. Bury him, if you dare. The poster and first trailer for September's Shrek spin-off sequel, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, starring Antonio Banderas, Florence Pug, John Maloney, Olivia Coleman, and Sama Hayek dropped today. It arrives in theaters on September 23rd. Speaking of trailers and posters dropping, the first poster and trailer for the upcoming Disney Plus Marvel Cinematic Universe series, Miss Marvel, also dropped today. It debuts on the streamer on June 8th. Dr. Seuss fans, I have exciting news revolving around a Netflix show that will make you shout, Wahoo! Three days ago, the Netflix's Facebook page dropped the trailer for the next season of their Green Eggs and Ham show. 
Green eggs and ham. The second serving arrives April 8th. It will be a loose butter bat version of the Batter Batter book. Odd, if you ask me. How will this occur in the show? We'll have to wait till next month to see. Oh no, the Seuss back is, the Seuss beak is back. Get out of my head. Out, I say. I don't want to be talking like this all Wednesday. On to flashback fun. Now, like I said earlier in the, this break, I'm doing two William Hurt films in honor of the late actor. They came out just a little part. They came out just a little over a year apart from each other and earned him acting nominations. His only Academy Award win came from the 1985 film many people remember him from the most. Argentine Brazilian filmmaker Hector Babenco's July 26, 1985 drama, The Kiss of the Spider Woman, which also starred Miriam. Pires, Raul Julia, and Sonia Braga. The acclaimed film version of Manuel Puig's 1976 book of the same name centers on an imprisoned gay man who recounts his own life and two fake movies to his cellmate, a political prisoner. It debuted in the 1985 Cannes Film Festival and made $17 million in theaters. Her won the Academy Award along with the BAFTA Award for Best Actor. And the film got a further three Oscar nominations, including one for Best Picture. According to the Internet Movie Database, this is the very first independent film to be up for the Best Picture Academy Award. And her Best Actor Oscar was the first Academy Award won by an actor for portraying a completely gay character. He's also seen in drag in the film, so his win was a rare occasion in which an acting Oscar was won with an actor in drag. Sadly, this was... After Luis Roberto Galiza's final movie, he died of AIDS a few months before the film's release. The following year, Hurt was in another film that would earn him the second of three back-to-back Best Actor nominations, the romantic drama Children of a Lesser God, also starring the talents of Philip Bosco, Marley Matlin, which was her film debut, and Piper Laurie. Based on co-writer Mark Meadoff's 1979 play of the same name, the October 3, 1986 film centered on a new speech teacher at a school for the deaf who falls in love with a janitor, a deaf woman speechless by her own choice, and whose conflicting ideas on deafness and speech create tension in their developing romance. The successful film made $101.5 million worldwide, on just a $10.5 million budget. It got five Oscar nominations at the 59th Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Actress for Matt Lynn, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actor for Hurt, Best Supporting Actress for Laurie. Its only win went to Matt Lynn for Best Actress. 
At age 21, she became the youngest winner in the category, plus the only deaf winner to, in Oscar history. In a strange coincidence, Madeline, who paid a tribute to her despite being abused with him during their romantic relationship they had after filming on Children of the Lesser God ending, stars in one of this year's Best Picture nominees, Coda, alongside Troy Kotzer, who happens to be the first male deaf actor nominated for Best Supporting Actor. According to the Internet Movie Database, it was that year's only Best Picture nominee, not to be up for Best Director. It was also that year's only film to be up for both Best Actress and Best Actor. And even though it takes place in New England, it was filmed totally in Canada. The film's box office takings actually shot up by an unforeseen 164% after Matlin's Oscar win for Best Actress. Here's a sneak peek of what's coming up on this week's edition of Midday Movie Madness. This Thursday, I take you on a mental trip all the way to planet Arrakis for the second to last Best best Picture Contender Feature Weekly Spotlight. Deadpool 3 has found its director. Plus, we look up, take a look back at some famous Irish films in order to sing Patrick's Day. And Best Picture nominee, West Side Story, sings and dances its way to DVD. All this and much more on tomorrow's show. I mean, on Thursday's show. So be sure to tune in to 90.7 WKKL that day at 2 p.m. Cape Cod time. Or stream it any from anywhere at WKKL.FM. Keep in mind, there is a slight chance that there will not be an on-air show this week. However, you can still find the, break, the live breaks on Facebook Live on Midday Movie Madness's Facebook page and Anchor Podcast that day as well. Until then, my minions, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye!